was really terrible already. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Chaotic Cast. My name is Bryce Hyman, and I am joined by my co-hosts. Swoop. This is when you go. <laughs> yep. Hi. Hi, my name is Mackenzie. Uh, I'm a huge Chaotic fan. You have known me as uh, Tommy Majors from uh, from this girl's... Oh, hold on. I... Who is... I wonder who's that girl? Oh, yeah, Maiden of Gorgon's um, chaotic animations. Well, I only um, I only did her recording footages, but there was only one video I did from her. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. You, call, you can call me Swoop. And I've been a huge chaotic fan since it first came out, except when it first came out in the U.S., not the original original chaotic so <laughs> oh god i barely know anyone that's a fan of that all right so the ground rules basically what we're doing here is we are watching we are going to be watching all of the chaotic show we're going to be talking about the cards the strategy the story basically everything that has to do with chaotic but the first episode is just going to be us introducing ourselves us talking about chaotic and just basically giving you a short history on it. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, that makes totally. <laughs> All right, so I actually I actually pulled up an article of basically the history of chaotic, so I'll just read that out to you guys. All right. Mm-hmm. Pull it up. How funny, our our podcast name is Chaotic, and it's already chaotic. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yep. D&D is going to have a blast just picking through. How is this actually a chaotic, neutral place? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. So, originally the chaotic card game was named Draco Heads. Which, well, it was Draco Kids was a collector's product sold by Draco Company. It, uh, it was little plastic-shaped figurines with heads of strange creatures. Eventually, uh, had an expansion set called Draco Head Two, which sets features entirely new Draco heads with two different factions. Basically, this was chaotic as a prototype. Yeah. <laughs> then, exactly. It evolved in 2000 to a TR to TG, TCG known as Girls and Gorks, which it didn't do that well. It was then taken under the wing by our Lord and Savior, Brian Gannon. Praise be unto he. Yes. Which was then created, which was then changed into Chaotic Now or Never. Which the storyline of Chaotic Now or Never starts off with one day, a Tom, a smart 12-year-old boy, finds a pair of rings in his backyard. Uh, rings that would later become battle gear for the regular Chaotic game. Which create magical portals into a different realm called Param. 
However, before Tom has discovered the secrets of the, a school a school bully, Kazadan shows up. Kazadan is a strong 14-year-old boy who Tom's who's Tom's basic rival. And Tom goes on to adventures in places. Um goes well places, I say I mean param. Uh, with the Danians, the Deep Ones, the Mepedians, the Overworld, and the Underworlders. So it's very similar to uh, the Chaotic we know today. And surprisingly, both tribes, the Underworlders and the Overworlders, are actually interested in peace instead of war in this one. Which mm-hmm. is kind of surprising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, the main... The main... Uh... The reason why they can't have peace is one wants to rule through domination and one wants to rule through diplomacy. So yeah. that'll never work. Yeah, I get then, it now. Um, yeah. Then we come to then after that, the four kids four kids company approached Brian Gannon with the, an offer for a show. And they said, Well, you kinda gotta change it because we don't really like the story. Yep. So then Chaotic evolved into the Chaotic we know today with the show and everything basically appearing as they are in the show. Yeah. It was later, after the third year of Chaotic being out to the public in America and Canada, that four kids, as usual, got a little bit greedy. So they got greedy and... They tried to sue for the rights to Chaotic because technically they hit grounds too because they were producing the show as well as technically producing the cards. So they had a sort of claim to it. But basically the whole lawsuit drove them out of business. Yep. Mm -hmm. Along with that and drastically... uh, putting all their chips on the Saturday morning cartoon budget with uh, the future of Saturday morning cartoons, which was slowly dying. Yeah, stupid so, entertainment. Did four kids try to do this with, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! or something? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! was a bit too big, I think, and Yu-Gi-Oh! was, like, centered in Japan, so they didn't really have a claim to it. Yeah. Plus, also, if, you, if they did that, they would have killed all the sales in the Japanese market. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, yeah, but but the Pokemon, but Pokemon, uh, it was popular. You know that yeah. Pokemon yeah. is known for their anime. Yeah, it I is. Don't remember Pokemon being on Four Kids? I remember it being on Cartoon Network. Yeah, it wasn't on Four Kids. But they were licensed by Four Kids. They actually um. It was originally in a syndication, and then it aired on Kids WB. Oh. Wow. I did not know that. Well, I did. <laughs> Where's the mm-hmm. showing up? The more you learn. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, so with the lawsuit going on, four kids filed for pregnancy in 2014. And was reorganized under the name for licensing and 
for licensing, then filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy in 2017. The company was dissolved, and all the rights went back to the original creators, or in this case, Brian Gannon, where we now, where we have rumors of a revival, we have a couple interviews saying it's coming, but we, but actually, I should be more specific. Uh, 2019, I believe, Chaotic appeared at, I think it was a convention. And everyone was surprised at that convention. And it was like, is it coming back? He's like, well, we'll see. And it was eventually picking up process until the tragedy struck. In 2020. Yeah, COVID-19. Which, as usual, COVID-19 shot it in the kneecaps. However, we did receive an interview with a YouTuber named Codemaster... Codemaster Hardwork, yes, he is the ambassador to Chaotic. He also interviewed a few voice actors, Mark Thompson and Dan Green and Darren Dunstan and and um, the others who um, figured out about the revival were Sean Shamil and Mike Pollock. I tried to ask Jason Griffith, but he didn't respond yet. Sean Chamil being the voice of Goku. Uh huh. Yeah, Sean Chamil is the voice of Goku, and as well as Maxor. Which that's uh that's a hell of a thing. Uh huh. That's right. Yeah. If you're interested in finding any more of his content, go to YouTube.com forward slash Codemaster Hard Rock. Sean Chamil actually also has a Twitch channel. Oh, he does? Oh, wow. That doesn't surprise uh-huh. me. Does he yeah. play all the Dragon Ball games on it? Um, well, he sometimes played Dragon Ball, and uh, he also played other games. Most, Probably mostly Among Us. <laughs> oh, that's right. He does do that. <laughs> that's silly. I don't think he played that. Hey, I mean the. I hope that I hope that at least sometimes when he plays Among Us, he just he just names his character Goku and just calls and just acts like Goku during the call. <laughs> I I saw um Lisa Ortiz and Kira Buckland. They they played Among Us. And the uh, actor that plays the Mountain uh, in Game of Thrones, he also plays it. Uh huh. Oh, and there is um. There was a um, there was this web series for D and D, and I think it was called Critical Role, starring Matthew Mercer. You know oh, the guy who played Jotaro and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and McCree in Overwatch. Oh wow! Uh huh. Did they just make a show about that? Yeah, the, the Legend of Vox Machina. With the finger. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's what it is. All right, we're not. <laughs> Yeah, it's yep, an animated series. Oh, okay. It's an animated series that's based on um, Critical Role. Gotcha. Okay, back to... I remember it got funded in, like... I remember they had a fundraiser for that, and it raised, like, $11 million. Yes, I know that. God, wow. All right, we're talking about Chaotic. We're not talking about D&D here. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back to Chaotic. I'm okay with that story. I'm okay with us going off on tangents, but sometimes we got to bring it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> All right, so that's a little bit of background on chaotic. So why don't you guys tell? Why don't you guys go first with how you guys were first introduced to chaotic and everything else? Uh, you can go first, Matt. Mac. Okay, well, I was watching Winx Club at that time when I was um, watching 4Kids TV, and then they showed me a taser to Chaotic. I don't know what the animation was going to look like until um, until there was this trailer where um, Tom was uh, talking about Chaotic Scan Quest, where he showed the Toral Wig, which is a special kind of battle gear. And then Chad showed up that Tom was late for a match. Oh, yeah, I remember those commercials. Uh-huh, yeah. And then and then, uh, one moment that I saw from Chaotic when, um, when it was during the science fair where the students were making a volcano. Oh, yeah, and, um, the nacho volcano. <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh. Almost all of them made volcanoes. However, Kaz did a different. All, all of them made volcanoes except for Kaz. Yeah, That's right. Made some machine to try and make chaotic real. Chaotic creatures in their body are real. <laughs> tried to replicate the scanner technology. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then Mr. But... Magruder uh, gave Kaz a nap. Oh man, yeah, we'll talk about Mr. Even... Magruder because he's. He has one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the episode is called Chaotic Crisis. Yeah. I can't even believe you guys remembered his name. I, I would never have remembered his name. <laughs> well, I just, well, I I was bored, like, a weekend. I was like, oh, hey, Chaotic, and I just binged the whole thing. <laughs> I need to mm-hmm. do that. I will say, oh, I... Oh, you're gonna that. I think some of the episodes are out of order. Well, well, yeah. On I don't think they're out of order. I think they just some of the episodes on YouTube aren't complete. No, I mean like uh-huh. in some of the stories, like in the storyline, like. So, can I talk about how I got into it? Because it will play into. It. So I was browsing for kids, uh, the website, and I was like. Oh, I, what's this show? And then I see Chaotic. I was like, what's this show? And then I, the first episode it starts playing is, uh, I forget the name of the episode, but it's uh, the one where Tom faces Krellen in the uh, beta drone. And his official match or his sec- or his unofficial match? The unofficial match where his, where Tom's sixth, Six-man team gets destroyed by one Ursus. The beta drone match, where it's like Krellen is disguised as a kit and not in his uh, uh, Codemaster robes. And uh, Battle Lesson, I think, is the name of the episode. Yeah, it's Battle Lesson. Battle Lessons. Yeah. Plural. And then, of course, Tom learns lesson. He doesn't need Max or to win. But then it's like it, a few episodes later is like he's on Earth, not in chaotic, not showing up for matches. And he's like, I can't win without Max. Or I was like, what is this? It's like, 
Like, didn't you learn wow. something from Krellin or, or anything? All right, save it. Save it for when we get to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'll go ahead and do. I'll go ahead and go. So I was first into chaotic when one morning I was, as usual, on Saturday mornings. I got up. I went to watch my Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I see a new show called Chaotic, and I'm just like, well, this is interesting. <laughs> and I was, I just continued watching it for the three seasons that it was, then all I remember is the day it disappeared was like, isn't this supposed to be chaotic right now? Nah, eh, whatever, maybe they're just on hiatus. And, that, and then I just uh, forgot about it. <laughs> God, and it's on hiatus forever. Exactly. This this podcast is more or less just me trying to tempt Brian Gann and just being like, any day now, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm using you guys to fuck with Brian Gann, and I just hope you guys know that. Oh, man. uh, Are we turning into that uh, YouTuber that's like, bullying gets results. I don't care what you say, YouTube. Uh, I forget his name, though. Russian Badger. Russian Badger. (laughs) <laughs> Bullet gets results, and we don't care. We're gonna, we're gonna make fun of your show until you make more of the show, and then we're gonna make fun of that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah, g- you know, right? He's a red. He until you make more of that, and then we're gonna make fun of your new ca- card game. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and this guy, right? He's a red. He um reviewed on. The card games, like he, he also did giveaways. I think he still does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Cardmaster Hard Rock also does giveaways sometimes. That's right. Speaking of card giveaways, I just got like five new packs of uh, Forge Unity. Oh wow! I just opened up and just like it's it's not a lot. It's nothing good. I was yeah. hoping for a tank at Toborn overall general, but nope. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember when I got my first uh, Zenith of the Hive uh, booster box. I was hoping for Queen Alexia. Didn't get it. You're hoping for the Queen of the Danians in your first card deck? In my first... No, in my first booster box. Oh, to be young and hopeful. Yes. I I actually never had chaotic cards of my own because I was still a fan of Winx Club during the time. But oh, good. Yeah, but when I saw Chaotic, you know, the show, I now I know what those cards looked like. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So to be honest. We're kind of waiting for news on Chaotic right now, and to be honest, I'm of the opinion that Chaotic has the perfect window to come in right now, to be reborn into this world, I guess. Yep. Because because there's three main card games. There's Magic, there's Pokemon, and there's Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Magic is magic will be immortal for always. Yes. Yeah, and I heard it's getting a TV show soon. Really? If it does, then it will become even more godlike. 
I will say this. It's going to be highly critiqued by purists. I'm oh, like oh what do you be, expect? I'm most likely going to be one of those people that's uh, critiquing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah. And Pokemon is infested with, um, what are they called? Scalpers. So it's basically, yeah. What are Do you those? not know what scalpers are? No, I do not know what a scalper. I know what. If we're talking about like the, the. No, we're not talking about the Native American thing where they rip your head off. <laughs> what? A scalper is basically a person who takes, who buys up all the cards and sells them at an inflated price. Oh, like that guy on YouTube, on eBay with uh, the chaotic cards, where it, like he's selling like a hundred dollar Ursus card when it's actually like fifty bucks. Yeah, kind of. And Yu-Gi-Oh is just getting needlessly complicated at this point. Yeah, because there is, if you've seen, there's videos online of just. Some people, the first turn, just doing all this crazy shit, and then if you just do one thing, they will immediately quit out and leave. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's just, Yu-Gi-Oh! is way too complicated at this point, so people are just bailing out in droves. Yeah, I know. I... I was one of like, I was a Yu-Gi-Oh! fanboy, and I was like, maybe it'll cover, maybe it'll come back, I'm okay... It's like I was like I originally started Yu-Gi-Oh as a Synchro boy. Oh. And then there was Exceeds. And then there was Pendulum. And then there was Link. And now there's these champion cards. And I'm just like No, I'm just I'm just bailing. <laughs> I remember uh, I was on the first like iteration of Yu-Gi-Oh what like the first show when it first came to America and then I've been following it ever since. I, Wait, the first show or season zero? Uh, first American show, the first dub when it first came out. Oh, so you're not, so you weren't watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Yugi be a, an absolute monster. Uh, I was watching him break all the rules in Duelist Kingdom. Okay, yeah, then you... You haven't seen season zero. Season zero is so much darker than the regular season. Oh God, I'm gonna have to try. It has like a guy. It has a guy being forced to hear his own heartbeat for the rest of his life. Oh God. Yeah, it's it's dark. Well, maybe chaotic will finally be able to topple one of the big three. Funny enough, I actually found a I actually found a, um an article. Where Chaotic actually outsold Magic the Gathering. Really? Wow. No shit. That's the thing that happened. It only happened for one quarter, but it happened. So it managed to... It was fighting up there with the heavyweights. No kidding. It certainly was punching above its class. Uh, Oh, I see what you did there. Totally. Totally, actually. Um, when I got interested in the Chaotic, um, last year, you know, like, almost 
like two years ago, I think, my mind has been completely blown. Uh, this is my that was my first time I've ever seen the entire episodes. Some of them were cut, but then um, they released some of the full versions of the cut episodes on Daily Motion. Yeah, there's uh, like two episodes that really got cut to pieces. And that was the War Beast episode. Uh-huh. And, well, actually, there was more. There was like four episodes that got cut. Like uh, Mr. E and um, putting the mutes in music. Oh. Yes, that, that, I hate that episode music. It was so confusing to me as a kid. <laughs> yeah, well, like when the Mopedians stole that overworld music. Yeah. Well, that that was... I don't think that was... No, it was... A, I think that was... Actually, yeah, that was... Wasn't that in... Uh, what is it? Uh, wasn't that in Isle of the Maelstrom? No, Eye of the Maelstrom was the Mepedians were bringing a music to sacrifice to the Eye, and Zalvar, Kugar, and Krek were trying to uh, steal the music from them. Which, I, which, A, that's a dumb episode, and we'll get to that episode, because that has one of the biggest, that's one of the biggest theories episodes. Mm. That caused a lot of theories in the chaotic community. Alright, so... Now that we've talked about our history with Chaotic and Chaotic History, let's talk about the cards and such. So, there are four main card types. Underworld, Overworld, Danians, and Mepedians. So, well, let's do card types, then creature types. Okay. So, the cards are Creature... Uh, battle gear, uh, music, uh, locations, and attacks. Okay, correct. So we've decided to split this up between ourselves. I am taking two creature types and battle gear. Uh, Mackenzie is also taking two creature types and music. Soup is taking the last two creature types and... Uh, last creature Location. and locations and practically two creature types because you'll be taking technically two creature types because you'll be taking the tribeless and the oh yeah the true. I forgot about tribeless. So when a creature of that type comes up, then we'll give a bit of background information on them and well, we'll give we'll basically tell you about the card if it has any. Uh, lore text on it and stuff like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Basically, what the card does. <laughs> and trust me, some of them can get pretty complicated. Proboscar. card! Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, overworlders are generically animals and humanoids, or furries, if you want to call them that. <laughs> Underworlders are generally monster-like, so KR looks like a dragon and is a dragon. Agito is basically a dragon. 
Uh, he's more like a gargoyle, actually. Uh, that would be crack. <laughs> yeah, that's crack. Yeah. Uh, would be a more dragon-like since he is a fucking dragon. <laughs> eh, fair enough. So, Mopedians are generally lizard-like, Danians are generally ant-like, and Beryllians are based on the deep sea, or as Cthulhu kind of creatures. Yep. So, Underworlders are generally always working together, they're always... Underworlders, they, you mean overworlders? Overworlders generally work better together. Underworlders are all about survival of the fittest. Mopedians are all about disappearing and retreating. And Danians are, rely on the hive. Which is teamwork. Mm -hmm. And then Marillions are basically... Uh, they rely on brainwashing and mutating. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're you're the guy who founded this. You're you're the guy that found the two of us and just dragged us in on the fun. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Uh, then we also have then there's also some other tribes that haven't been discovered yet that we have talked about them. There's some of the cards talk about the frozen, yeah. which are mysterious creatures that inhabit great glacier plains. Yep, and apparently Bluegon is a friend to them. Uh-huh. That that was actually his card. Uh, Sons of the Spirit Lands also revealed that there are, are spirit creatures, which we'll get into that. That's a whole rabbit hole. Yep, once we get to the second to last uh, episode of Chaotic. And then there was also creatures... Um, the giants from Gigantopolis, which we know basically nothing about, and we probably would have gotten more information on that if Season 3 hadn't been discontinued. Yep. Which, damn shame. Yep. <clears throat> ah, let's see. So, we got, we covered the cards, we covered the attack. I think we covered everything. Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, no, we got. I'm not sure where to go. Everything. <clears throat> Mostly. Yeah. Mackenzie, would you have anything to add? Okay, so, so I, what I have is the Overworlders. So I'm gonna choose two of them. Like one is Dina, and the other is Lystone. Dina is like a genie-like character, and then, and then you got um, Lystone, who is a fairy. <laughs> Lystone known for being kind of a slut. Well, she was oh. um, she was controlled by the Marillions. Yeah, she was, and she could control other people. <laughs> well, magic. well, that's true. She she probably hypnotized Art. them. Yeah, even though her card can't do that. Mm-mm. No, Siri. They hypnotized more as the the people were not thinking correctly. Well, I mean, she can probably only charm men. Probably. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's almost like... I don't want you... Oh, you, you go. 
Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I've been talking a lot. You guys go. Okay. Uh, since I've got Marillions, uh, I guess the best way to describe them... Uh, I guess I'll just pick two. Uh, Are you looking through your cards right now? Yes, I am. You can probably hear the pages clapping right now. I was like, is that like a rubber band that you're kind of like pulling off cards right now? No. <laughs> yeah, I remember when you were a kid, you can't keep your cards together, so you just rubber band them together. Oh, no, I'm no longer doing that. Jesus. I'm saying when you're a kid. Oh, no, I, I just put them as a deck, stuck them in a container, that's it. <laughs> I have, like, multiple tins that I keep mine in. And damage the edges. <laughs> Why did I do that? Uh, anyway, uh, Eric Tad, he's a Marillion Chieftain that looks like a six-eyed Manseray with, like, a giant anglerfish eye on top of his head. And then there's... Uh, uh, Juice Heaven, another chieftain, which is basically a slime monster out of a hentai. <laughs> isn't that... Wait, isn't that Felfor? No, he's uh, an octopus. No, no. Uh, uh, I guess Felfor kind of falls into the ugly bastard carrot <laughs> category. Yes, exactly. Juice Heaven looks like a uh, blight from uh, Prexorchasm. Oh, oh! I'll get into that episode. That's a whole fucking thing. Yep. I kind of I I hate that episode. You'll find out why. Um. So my cards are the uh. I just blanked on it. The Underworlders and the Mepedians. So my favorite Underworlder is Takina. Don't judge me. <laughs> it's useful, okay? Yeah, she is. It depends on which Takenam we're talking about. Uh, regular Takenam. Ah. Also, I have to say, also, Shadow Knight Takenam is pretty good, too. Yeah, a little over. It's just, she's, impo she's impossible to get, though. And I also like the twins. The oh, Ivana and Nivena? I also enjoy Nevena because she's an over she's an underwater. I know I know both of them are girls, don't judge me. <laughs> well, except that Avena is an overworlder while uh, Nevena is an underworlder. Yeah. So they're I different. said I said Nevena because mm -hmm. she's an underworlder. Yeah, they're like uh, inverses of each other in in appearance. Uh, Avena is red skinned with white hair, or silver hair, and Nivena is white-skinned with red hair. Yep. Mm-hmm, exactly. We'll get into, we'll also get into them when, oh, that's going to be a while till we get to them. Yep, season three. Yep, Ivana and Nivena are basically, if you're a chaotic collector, you need to have those. Exactly. Yeah. Both versions of both of them. Yeah, true. I think we covered our bases for the first episode. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, All right, I'll... uh... Mac, you didn't list off your, uh... uh, your Danians and... 
Oh, oh, that's right. I'm. I am so sorry. Let me. Let's see. If only I can oh, search it up. Chaotic, Danian creatures. I think I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with Yondif, who is a symbiotic infector. Oh yeah. I have to. There's one that I really want to find. Though. So. Yeah, Yondif is known for infecting other creatures and then controlling them. Yeah, I believe Sarah used it. Yeah, that's. I think no, I don't think she did. No, she uh, I literally like trade with uh, Tom for one of his cards, but he was like throwing a sting blade, and then you you have a deal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like Tani. Oh. Tani, the uh, Mopedian Muge. Mm-hmm. Is his name Tani? T-A-N-T-I-A-A-N. Oh, Tian. Oh, Tian. Ah. Tian. <laughs> Another. I was like, it's Tian. Tian. Another. Tian is a Mopedian. a very important episode that also teaches Tom something about chaotic. Yep. The first episode, the first the first season is more or less just Tom learning about chaotic. Yeah. And learning all the, the tribes. As as they call it, Kaz as Cash calls it, he's learning the game behind the game. <laughs> Looking at the underneath for all you Naruto yeah. fans. Yeah. He's looking deep inside himself. He's learning about his Zopacto. And then becoming Maxor's bitch boy. <laughs> the amount of fan fiction that has Tom and Maxor banging is just it's it's indescribable. Oh god. Yeah. I know I don't I don't like to think about it either. It only the only time it would work is is, is with Mackenzie's version of Tom. Yep. Or yeah, except um, Tommy. yeah, Tommy. She's like um a gender bent version of Tom. That's what um Maiden of Gorgon said. Mm. That's fair. If they're gonna gender, I feel like Maiden of Gorgon should just gender bent all the characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it? It's not Rule Thirty Four, of course. Uh, I forget what the rule is where you take a universe and just gender bend all the characters. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to look that up. Well, it's usually not etchy, so. Usually not, but sometimes it is. But, okay, so, anyway, the first season is about Tom learning all about chaotic. The second season is where we're introduced to the Marillions. And we deal with that whole thing. Yep, we're introduced to Marillions, War Beasts. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Which, yeah. War Beasts are a whole bag of worms that we're going to have to get into. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Then, I forget what season three was called. 
Um, Secrets of the Lost City. Yeah. Secrets of the Lost City. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. when we'll get into... Uh, that would have been when we got into the Gigantopolis and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the past creatures. And... Uh, also, also so... Land. Yep, mm-hmm. speaking of which, um, we're good, so... How we do these episodes is if there is an arc, which is usually one to two episodes, we will be watching both episodes of it. Yes. And we will be giving it. However, if there's something like a story, which is like um, the Marilli invasion or the um, uh, or the or the past story where they go to the past. That is a whole story. That is not an arc, so we would not be doing all of those episodes at once. I know. Yeah. Sorry for all of you who wanted to have a Netflix and chill marathon. Yeah, that's that's too much. And that's I'm not gonna sit here for five hours and have to edit the podcast for a whole five hours to do that. So Exactly, yeah. yeah. We're also gonna try to keep the podcast to one to two hours to Keep it simple. Keep it sweet. Yeah. And if you guys are okay, we can invite some guests on. Yeah, probably, ooh, we, awesome. can, we can invite like um, Master Hard Rock or even the voice actors. That would be really cool. If yeah, we could get the Hard voice Rock. actors, that would that'd be great. But I thought we'd get the voice actors. That'd be such clout, but. <laughs> hey, Brian, we got the voice actors on board. Let's go, buddy. Pick it up. Yeah, they want their jobs back. <laughs> Give them their jobs back. They like it being chaotic. Yeah, like, some of them still do voice acting today because um, when I was, um, when oh, I was watching Sonic and Tails art, uh, Jason reprised his shadow, but he also reprised his role as Sonic in the blooper series. Oh. <laughs> oh man, I completely forgot that was a thing, the Sonic blooper series. Oh man. Yeah, Sonic fan. and Tails R was made by a girl named Emmy Jones, who is a huge Sonic fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't talk about the other Sonic fans. I know. Yep. May he forever rot in prison. Oh god, yeah. Anyway, so I think we covered everything, right? Yep. All right, so I guess it's time to sign off. I guess so. All right, so I'll just do my spiel. Hey, guys, thanks for watching so much. Thanks. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Uh, we are going to we are on uh, parts. Uh, we are part of the chaotic discord. We are also I am also part of the chaotic reddit. I will eventually be trying to get a TikTok up for us. That's where all the cool kids go these days to go to TikTok. Ugh. TikTok's not so bad as you think. Anyway, so thanks for watching, and we'll see you... I don't know when. Next week? Yeah, next week should be a weekly thing for us. Absolutely. All right, see you then.